Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Food Worth Forking. I am your host, Laura Williams, and welcome. I am really excited. I'm so glad you're here with me this evening. Um, it's Wednesday night, so excuse me, so you could be doing anything, but you have decided to join me, join me and be here. So again, food worth forking. And in case this is your first time watching or listening, food worth forking is all about food, dating, and lifestyle. So food, all things culinary, wine, chefs, restaurants, and of course, delicious bites, dating, dating tips, do's and don'ts, what we could do better, what we are already doing well, and lifestyle, what's happening out here in this world of ours. So we are about to get this show started. So let's get into it. So, oh, wait, I'll do this every time. I almost forgot. Again, if you are not subscribed, subscribe to the channel. Subscribe to Food, for, Food Worth Forking. Like this video, ring that bell, hit that bell so you'll get the, the um, notifications when there are new episodes or new content that's up. And um, follow on Instagram, YouTube, of course, um, Twitter and Facebook at Food Worth Forking. So. Now that we have that understanding, let's get it started. So listen, some of us love it. Some of us and some others hate it. But let me tell you something. You are going to forking eat okra and you're going to like it. I promise tonight you're going to like it. You know why? Because I'm not talking about the vegetable. I'm talking about the restaurant app, Eat Okra. So let me tell you a little bit about it eat okra so that we can get into this episode here this evening. Yes. So eat okra is, um, is an app dedicated to assist the foodie in you find the best black owned restaurants, bakeries, cafes, food trucks, bars, and wineries in your city and across the country where food and culture and community link Eat Okra connects thousands of foodies to culinary creators and restaurants, reimagining uh, re the dining experience in local neighborhoods nationwide. Eat Okra amplifies awareness and creates equal opportunities for Black business owners, future trailblazers, and voices in the food and beverage industry. So tonight, I have the pleasure of having on the show as my guest and my co-hosts, um, the creators and founders of the Eat, app, the Eat Okra app, Anthony and Janique Edwards. This power duo is sharing with us why the Eat Okra app should be your number one go-to app to find the best eats in your city. So, hey, how about it? Everyone, please welcome. Let's give them a great warm welcome. Anthony and Janique Edwards to the show, to Food Worth Forking. And here we go. Hold on. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you again. Nice to see you. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. Good, good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. 
I'm just excited to have you here. We have a couple of comments here. Let me see what people are saying out here. Love. Thank you. Yes. Yes. This is going to be great. So I normally, you know, before we get into this and into the questions and finding out about eat okra and why you did it and how you're doing it, um, we're just going to warm up a little bit and let's just kind of start with, I do a speed round of some questions. Fun stuff. Let's see. Um, let's see how y'all do this evening. Let's get into this. Okay, so here we go. First up, Facebook or Twitter? Twitter. 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 Okay. Twitter. All right. What is your PSA, your public service announcement? Download eOkra today. <laughs> you better say that one more time. Download, Download eOkra. That is it it okay so who is your hero or shiro hmm. that's an interesting one yeah um my shiro i would say my mom probably let speak up a little bit nice what about that's nice. yeah uh yeah, definitely my parents. My mom is a, a rock star, entrepreneur, <laughs> multiple entrepreneur. So I just, I, I think I look up to her guidance and, and everything that she's been able to accomplish and, and just try and just go for it, you know? Nice. Very good. Okay. So wait, someone, folks are saying you can't, we can't hear. Okay. Can you hear them? Can you hear better now? Can you hear me? Can you hear them? Hello. I can hear. So I hope you can. No one's saying anything. So I think. I talk kind of low. So maybe that's. Okay. So I think. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Someone said yes. That it's better. Okay. 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 Great. Thank you. Um, all right. So let's. Okay. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get back to the questions. Uh, receive an email or a letter. Hmm. I would say a letter. Yeah, letters fun, yeah. and it's more right? it's more personal. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it takes it, time to do that. So you have it really does. If people we don't do it that often, if ever. I can't think of the last time I wrote a letter unless, but that no, it's writing in my journal doesn't count because it's not a letter to anyone <laughs> but myself. <laughs> okay, so where's the craziest place that you have found yourself on a date? Or even when you have had date night and you're like, how did we end up here? Mm, that's the craziest place we One of our first dates, we were like in the park and then we ended up at a pool hall. Then we ended up at the museum. Yeah, we had we were one. Just going, going, yeah, going that had, day. We, we had, had pizza that night too. So we ended up in no, a- we, end, we had Caribbean food because we went to um, the grills downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we started the day off at the museum. Then we went and got food at the Grills, which is a Caribbean spot here in New York. And then we went to a park. And then we went to a pool. So it was just a very... It was long. long. Y'all were just going on. You're like, oh, we're about to hit all these spots in New York. We're about to get them in tonight. Yes. (laughs) One of our first or second dates. So it was like lust. It was like... like, (laughs) Wanted to be together all the (laughs) time. Okay, so um, last weekend on Earth, what city are you eating in, and what would you eat? Oh man, I would say either New York or 
New Orleans. Mm, New Orleans is tough. And like, we've never actually been, but I just know that the food, his family's from Louisiana. So, so oh, okay. We're, we're gumbo. We like um, boudin. I don't know if you remember that, boudin. Um, crawfish. Crawfish. So yeah, I love, we love. So you said, you said you've never been to New Orleans? No, we've never been to New Orleans. We've been to Louisiana. His family okay. is from um, Iota, Louisiana. So we, we've been there um, well, I've been there twice with him uh, for Easter to hang out with his family, and they all cook really amazing food. So, so just a suggestion on one of your, you know, serial date nights is to be in New Orleans and just hit all the spots. New Orleans is amazing. You like go from any crazy enough. You and I know it's so people are like, what are you talking about? You have to go to Popeye's in New Orleans. <laughs> We're familiar with Popeye's. I'm just saying, it's, you know, someone's like, why? But it's a total different experience. At least it was for me. I was like, what? Go <laughs> Popeye's. Just, to, you know, put it out there. Different seasoning in theirs versus New York's. Is that what it is? Something's different. So good. Water. Is it the water? The water? <laughs> <laughs> all of it. It's all of it. It's so good. So good. Um, Okay. What's your, I never knew that moment. I didn't know you were supposed to cook eggs on low heat for like 10 minutes instead of high for like a minute. Completely different. Oh, that's new. Cause I never really thought about it, but I don't cook. I don't cook eggs on high. But okay, I'll have to, like, really low, though? Cook it at the lowest temperature and let it cook for, like, 10 minutes, 7, 10 minutes. And what's the effect? The curdle is different. The way it, like, cooks, it up. cooks up is different, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to try it because I make some really good eggs, so I'm going to try it. And I never, first time hearing that, I'm going to I'm gonna try it, and then I'm going to let you know, I'm gonna like, listen, let me tell you about these eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I did this very recently, and it just blew my mind because I was like, Wow, for 30 years I've been, well, no, 20 years I've been cooking eggs. Cooking crumbly eggs. Fried <laughs> hard and everything like that. Now when I go to a restaurant and they give me eggs and they're fried hard, I'm like, take these back. I'm not eating these. Last for me. Who's back there? Okay. Um, honesty or others' feelings. So, Telling the truth, being honest, or I don't think I'm going to protect their feelings. I think it depends on the lie, but depends on what it is. But most likely, honesty. Yeah. I think you you have to be honest. If you care about that person's feelings and you're honest, there's a way to deliver honesty without being hurtful. So. Yeah, without the it still may hurt their feelings, but without it being like an, I'm intentionally trying to hurt you, right. help hurt your feelings. Okay, toilet paper over or under? Under. Under. Okay. I don't think it matters. <laughs> it, it really doesn't matter to him. I just put it. <laughs> it matters, you know. You're like, listen, I just do whatever. I just make you it under. Here. Yeah, I always put it under. I've never noticed. I just. <laughs> Okay, so how do you how do you want people to remember you? Hmm, that's a good one. It's hard work, work ethic, um, you know, really caring, really 
being selfless. Okay. Yeah, I definitely want people to be able to say, you know, that I was, you know, that I help people. Like that's that's something that I really enjoy doing, um, and I want people to remember me for that. Awesome. Awesome. Very good. And that is our speed round. <laughs> Not so bad. Not so bad. Not so bad. Wait. So someone said, I learned something totally new. I, me too. I'm telling you, I'm going to try it. And then I'm going to, I'm like, let me tell y'all something about these eggs. Yes or no. If they're on low, you won't burn them. You can scramble up a little bit, walk away, come back. You know, it's still good. They're still there. Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this evening. So the question. I know you hear it, but we got to know about it. Tell us about you, both of you, and then tell us about how, like, where did Eat Okra come from? Like, how did it start? I guess I'll, I'll go first. I'll let you ladies first. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm from, well, I was born in Los Angeles, but raised in upstate New York. Um, after high school, I went to the army for six years active duty, then did, then did another three years air force reserves. And then I, um, went to college at Fordham university and got my computer science degree. Got my, just about right, right after that, I got hired at a company called building block where I started as a junior developer <laughs> and rose to be like our senior developer now. And then shortly, and during that time, I met Janique. <laughs> and his life changed forever. Um, for me, um, I'm New York, born and raised. I was born in the Bronx, raised in the Bronx. I've lived in Harlem. I've lived in Jamaica, Queens. Uh, now we live in Brooklyn. Um, so I've pretty much been everywhere. Um I went to school at, at Lehman College in the Bronx. I studied English uh, with a specialization in creative writing. Uh, my goal was to be a journalist. Um, that was my dream when I was in school. And then I had a teacher who told me, um, you know, maybe you should consider something else. <laughs> Not because I didn't have the skills as, as a writer. Um, he thought I was very skilled as a writer, but just he didn't see... Um, you know, he, there was so much uncertainty about like the industry and where things were going in terms of journalism. So he okay. was like, you know, maybe you should, you know, at the time I was studying journalism in school and then I switched over to English because okay. of the recommendation. So um, while I was in school, I got an internship with um, Customs and Border Protection. And it was really just me trying to kind of find something to do and try to make money while I was in school at the time. Um, I was working at a library, not making much money. <laughs> um, okay. But I started my career. That's how I started my career in customs. I, I was an intern. Um, I started in a support role. And even now today, um, my title is management program analyst. And I work for a division that you know, services, other divisions within the agency. So I still have that support, you know, role. And it's kind of 
what I've been doing for the last, uh, what, 10, over 10 years of my life, over a decade of my life. Um, so it kind of made sense that I would be kind of in this space um, with Anthony and kind of supporting him as he um, built this platform, Eat Okra. So. Nice. Okay. I think that's the host's job. <laughs> Wait, I totally missed it. What happened? You said, what is eat okra? Yes, it is. So what is, what is, what is eat okra? So eat okra is a mobile directory app that connects diners to black owned food and beverage companies across the country. Um, we started in 2016, um, when I moved to Brooklyn, um, Anthony and I were just dating at the time and I got an apartment out here. I didn't know much about Brooklyn. Okay. I was very new to this particular borough. You know, no one really ventures out into Brooklyn unless you absolutely have to, if you live and I was living in the Bronx uptime. So that's way uptown. Yeah. Um, yeah. So really, you know, the app was really just kind of our way of kind of getting to know Brooklyn because we didn't know anything about it. Okay. Um, but we knew that we wanted to support local businesses and we knew that we wanted to support black owned businesses. Um, at the time, Anthony was really um, trying to figure things out in terms of his career. You know, he'd been a developer, he'd built websites Um but he never built an app and he saw that as kind of like a personal challenge and just an opportunity to, you know, build something and then perhaps present it to, you know, a potential employer and say, Hey, I built this thing, you know, now can I, you know, make mm. this amount of money, you know, <laughs> just really kind of, um, like showing his, uh, his skills and his abilities. Um, so, you know, he was, kind of figuring out what he wanted to build and at the time when we moved here um I didn't have any appliances you know I didn't have a refrigerator I didn't have a stove so we were really kind of forced to venture out and like find food um in the area and I was just like you know wouldn't it be really cool if you kind of could build this app that would make it super easy for people to find um black owned businesses mm -hmm. um, I won't lie and say that we were like yeah, it should be restaurants right at that moment. Um, but then we quickly realized like, okay, you know, featuring all black owned businesses would be like this really daunting task that we both couldn't, you know, handle be having two, you know, full-time jobs. Yeah. Um, so then we started to think and we were like, okay, like what if it was food focused, you know, um, from a practical standpoint, everyone needs to eat. And food is something mm -hmm. that has meant a lot to both of us. You know, my family's from the South. They're from South Carolina, um, the Charleston area. And his family is from, like I said earlier, uh, Louisiana. So, you know, that's what we kind of settled on. And, and, you know, he started to build it um, a year. What was it like a year? You released it in the spring of 2017. And then by the end of the year, you had about like 300 so downloads. Nice. So, uh, you know, it was like, OK, you know, people are actually using this, you know, and um, as it yeah, as more people downloaded the app, 
they started to request, you know, more cities, uh, more businesses to be added in, in different cities. Um, because at first we were just focusing on Brooklyn and then it went from Brooklyn to, okay, let's, you know, add restaurants in Manhattan and in Queens and in the Bronx. And okay, now we have New York, like how can we expand to Jersey and, you know, Philadelphia and Atlanta and start making our way down South. And, you know, as more people started downloading it, then we started to source more, um, you know, restaurants to add to the platform. So, okay. What's been, I mean, now we're talking about, um, it's been like four years, like that it's been like you started this engine. Yeah. About four years. And so during this time, what's been, you know, from the beginning to, to now, what's been the most challenging part of, you know, from the beginning, from 2016 to, to today. So like, you know what, this, this right here, this part was really difficult or challenging for us to, to push through. Um, as a developer, the technical parts of it, there's always something that's just difficult to get through, whether you're waiting for the technology to catch up that I was using at the time. I had to build the app twice. Um, oh, okay. From the, up, from the ground up twice in two different languages. Um, besides that, it's, you know, it's, it was, it was a struggle to get listings, find the black owned restaurants. We had to do all that. The first 3,500 restaurants we added to the platform were all done by us. Wow. Okay. We looked up each restaurant. Um, you know, we had to find them through word of mouth, through reading through blogs, reading through Google docs, you know, you name it, we were looking for it, you know, and then now it's, it's, it's still, you know, the struggle is still finding more black owned restaurants. It's, it's now connecting with the owners to, you know, get them to sign up for our platform to make okay. their listing. Yeah. Um, and then it's a challenge just, you know, getting the app in front of more people, getting the app. We want, we want more people downloading the app, more people using the app daily engagement, you know, really building that community. Okay. So what's been the, what's, what's been the thing that's brought you the most joy from this process of doing it? For me, it's just knowing that we built something for our community and Mm -hmm. people are actually using it and actually supporting it and actually like excited about it. You know, Um, every so often we'll get like a tweet um, from someone who is like, Oh my God, I just found this really cool app called Eokra. It's, you know, lists black owned restaurants. And it's like, I always, like, I always wonder, like, am I ever going to get like tired or not tired, but is this ever not going to make me feel like happy or excited um, to know that someone is actually using the platform and actually likes, you know, what we're doing? And, you know, it hasn't happened yet. And I don't think it's going to happen because, you know, as we grow and as we learn, we're just figuring out new ways that we can be a resource and we can help, you know, our community. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's so fun to see, you know, different hearing about people using the app in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one woman said her husband is a flight attendant. Every time he lands in a different city, he's using the app. Another person said, 
her, her and her, her daughter went on a trip to Oakland and they used the app the entire weekend. Oh, that's awesome. You yeah. know, and, and then we- I got an email today about a woman who's, who runs um, a baseball program, but, you know, it was like a soccer mom or has a team. Yeah. They'd be using the app to like when they travel to different games, um, you know, these are the black owned restaurants near this site, this game. And they're going to be like, they're, they want me to do some work <laughs> technically to help them out. But, but yeah, um, you know, just different ways people are using the app. It's so fun. And, th- and then not to mention the owners telling us, you know, we had people come in the app just because come to the restaurant just because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the other day, right. Somebody on Instagram was like, they traveled to a different city to brotherly grub. Oh. Because they heard about it from Edokra. Yeah. So and then when they got there, they were like singing and dancing and they were, they were shouting out Edokra in the video. It was pretty Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that has to be a great that has to be a great feeling. Uh, it has to be a great feeling. And knowing like it is, and just even for myself in in my travels, um it, it, as you know, I'm sure a lot of my friends know that's probably one of the first things that I that I do and that I think about when I'm in a new city. I'm like, I wonder what black owned restaurants are here and what they're and, and what are they doing? And, you know, and not just. Um, and, and what I also appreciate about the app, it's, it's not just, of course, not just soul food. That's not all we do. It is definitely, you know, you know, part of our foundation, which is amazing and wonderful. But to then discover all of these other either wineries or even coffee shops and, and the, the cool food or the just things that I've been surprised that we're we're out here doing and we're cooking and I'm, I get excited about it. And I'm like, yes, I want to support it. And I want to know where we are and I want to know what we're doing and I want to sit here and I want to eat and, and tell other people about it. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, for it's sure. great. It's great. Um, um, what is the one thing now that you want, that you feel like people should know about eat okra? What's the one, is there one thing, you know, we know about the restaurants, we know, about you know bakeries and cafes, but and it may not be that. But what's the one thing you want people to you know to walk away with or to know about eat okra? Um, that you know we're, I feel like we're building a community. You know, from from the thing with a with a platform is like you can it in in owning the technology, um, you can kind of do whatever you want to do. Um, and so I think, you know, as a company, you know, we're, we're building a community. It's, it's, we have the app and it, it's a great tool. Um, mm-hmm. and we want people to download it and use it, <laughs> of course. But I think, you know, we're figuring out ways of how we can, uh, um, grow beyond it, you know, and how we can reach people beyond it and what we can do. Um, to help business owners, you know, black business owners in, in various ways um, beyond just the app. Um, so I think the app is kind of like the seed and, and then, you know, we're, we're planting that seed and, and we're growing into something, something else. Yeah. And to go with that, you know, on its face, you know, what the, on the front side, you know, we're directory, but on the back end, we're empowering <laughs> business owners. We're, yeah. we're bringing them together to create one group, one buying purchasing group that has power. And, you know, that's our vision. 
Awesome. Awesome. What, um, so with, with that, do you, have you seen any like food trends? Do you see anything that you think that's going to be trending, um, this summer for as far as restaurants and food and bakeries so far, has there any, is there anything that you say like, these are going, this is going to be that these are going to be the hot spots or the hot items this summer. Uh, in terms of trends, I think because, you know, because of COVID, um, mm-hmm. I think at home experiences is going to be something that um, sticks around and even grows um, even more uh, into, you know, the summer and beyond. I think, there are going to be, you know, we're getting our vaccines and, and, and people are going to be hanging out and going out. And that's great. You know, yeah. we want that because these businesses we need that. Um, but there there have also been, you know, things that they've done and explored with, you know, virtual, you know, events to kind of, you know, make money, but also engage, you know, with their customer base, too. So I think those things aren't going to go away. Um, I think that people are just going to figure out, you know, how they can expand on those things, whether they're like private chef, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, intimate events or maybe just like cook virtual cooking classes or even like at home cooking. Like people are going to, you know, maybe be staying home and figuring out like, how can I, you know, cook things at home, you know, if I don't want to go out or if I don't feel like I'm comfortable with, with going out and being in crowds right now. Um, so I think those things are here to stay. I don't think they're going to go away. I just think that they're just a pivot and, you know, certain people are going to, um, maximize on those opportunities. And, and yeah. And I think that, um, we're going to see a lot more virtual kitchens and ghost kitchens. Mm. So having a brick and mortar is a little pricey. Yeah. Um, that trend has already started. Yeah. That's and really. As far as like individual dishes, we don't have that quite insight yet. We are working on a solution to provide ordering through the app. Oh. So hopefully mm. within the next six months ish. Okay. At the latest, we um we hope to have, you know, allow you to order right through the app from your favorite restaurant. Nice. Nice. Well, listen, with those things that you just talked about, people, if you're listening and watching, if you're going to be cooking at home or you're thinking about eating at home for those home barbecues or those home little event events, um, download the app, eat okra. And find these restaurants and order from them. And also, I wanted to mention, too, that we're launching a marketplace. Um, It should be up within the next couple weeks. So, you know, our marketplace is going to feature, um, you know, condiments, spices, rubs, barbecue sauces and things like that. Hot sauces, um, snacks. So, you know, if you are that person who's like, I want to support black business owners, um, I don't necessarily want to go out to a restaurant, um, you know, you can purchase products on our marketplace and you'll still be supporting a black business owner. Yeah. Okay. I, like Janique said, to, to, to go with what your question was, that is a trend too. people a lot more um, chefs, restaurant owners, you know, have had more time 
during the last year to like really start, you know, finding other ways to supplement that loss. Yeah. So products is a, was one thing we're seeing a lot more people starting to get into, starting to do. So, so yeah. And, and that's why we started the marketplace because we saw that kind of a trend and noticed that there's, there's another gap there that we can help solve. Nice. Buy more opportunity. That's cool. That's cool. So wait, someone just said, Wanda said, I downloaded it as they are speaking. Yes, Wanda. <laughs> Wanda, where are you from? Wanda, where are you? Tell us where you tell us where you are from, Wanda. Um, and then someone uh Verna says, Do they have um any on Long Island? Um, they should post in Black Log Island on Facebook. There's 37,000 members. Okay. Yeah, so I think we, we have a few in Long Island, but okay. there's definitely a tons more out there, but we have not been able to find <laughs> them. Um, I think it was maybe year, two years ago. I actually posted in that group a few times and and no one ever gives me any love to show, tell me where the black owned restaurant. So why did you? I mean, no, Vernon, you gotta, you gotta hit them up on IG and say, hey, here is the the info on Long, on Long Island. Oh, Juan is from Arizona. Okay, nice. He's from Arizona. Thank you, Verna. <laughs> um, Juan said, "I just found Lolo's chicken." Okay, for Lolo's chicken. <laughs> And Verna said, said, I will help them. Awesome. 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 Good stuff. So, um, wait, don't you guys have something going on this weekend? Is something happening this weekend in DC? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you do? What's going on? I don't know what you got. What you talking about? What you talking about? So, yeah, we, uh, we have a partnership with Uber Eats. Um, yes. Yeah, we just started our partnership with them this year, which is really exciting. And they have this campaign where they're doing um, these pop-ups in different cities across the country. Um, and really the goal, they, the, the first one was in New York City. It was in Harlem. Um, and they built out these really, really nice uh, pavilions, outdoor pavilions, for restaurants um, in, in a neighborhood called Strivers Row, which is a really, um, you know, prominent neighborhood um, in, and historical neighborhood in Harlem. Um, so the, the pavilions really gave those restaurants an opportunity to um, have, you know, really nice outdoor seating options for uh, their patrons um, during the winter season. Okay. Um, so the next city they moved to, which was DC, is DC, um, and that pop up program launched at the beginning of the month. So the first weekend of April, it launched. Um, and really, the program is they they partnered with a uh, an outdoor event space called the Sandlot DC, mm. um, Sandlot Southeast. And the program provides rent-free residencies for uh, the participating Black-owned restaurants. Okay. The space is in a neighborhood called the Navy Yard. And it is 
right across from National Stadium. The Nationals are the the baseball team um, in D.C. Okay. So, you know, it really is just an opportunity, another opportunity for for restaurants to kind of make some additional revenue um, in a location that they're not they they don't have a already have a presence in. Okay. A lot of them are, you know, their brick and mortars might be in another area in D.C. So now they have access to a a community and a crowd that they necessarily wouldn't have access to. Um, Yeah. And it's really great. The program, um, you know, supports, you know, restaurant, brick and mortar restaurants, caterers, um, food trucks and even. um, Even some products. Products. Yeah. yeah. They 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 built like a little a small little marketplace so um if you you know make products and things like that you could still you know um be featured awesome yeah awesome well i just want to say again i think what you're doing is fantastic i'm here for it i would definitely will be supporting i will be getting out here and <laughs> using the app and saying this is where i am today and where I'm reviewing and writing and talking about, and I will be using the eat okra app. And um, yes, you guys are awesome. <laughs> yeah. So are you going to be my co-host for tonight? Yeah, I thought that was the plan. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> We're going to transition a little bit. It's all about food, but we're going to transition. And my next segment is called Delicious Bites. And normally Delicious Bites, this segment, I find some place that I've discovered um, that I think is awesome and I talk about it. And But today I did this a little differently because there is a... Um, She has a show on the Food Network and she's from the Midwest. I'm from the Midwest. And she put this and this. Now, this was something that has been trending all week. And I've had at least three people send it to me, send me this this video about this popcorn snap pea salad. And she said it was something that happened in the Midwest. And I was like. I don't know what, where, what Midwest is she talking about? <laughs> I've never, ever, ever heard of it. So let's take a look real quick. Whenever I make this salad, I have to make extra popcorn so I can snack on it while I'm cooking. <laughs> I love that cheesy seasoning. The texture of the popcorn in this salad is so weirdly good. I just can't get enough of it. So our friends Ashley and Seth are coming in from Fargo to bowl with us. And Seth's actually helping Nick build the bowling lane, which is great because he is a legit carpenter. His work is beautiful. This is nice and combined. I'll save the rest of this popcorn for Nick. I'll dump this into my serving bowl. I'll just pile it in. This is going to look so fun on the table. And to finish it, I'll top it with my reserved celery leaves and a pile of watercress. 
The watercress will add a peppery kick and just a beautiful pop of green on top. I'll chop off the stems. I'll pile on the full leaves. And then my celery leaves. See, it looks like you're going to get a salad, but you look underneath and you see a pile of popcorn. That is my kind of salad. I'm going to taste it. And this is a salad that you eat with a spoon. That is like crunch on crunch on crunch. And I love the white cheddar powder in there. This salad is going to crunch. I mean, crush at our party. I have never heard of popcorn salad. It is surprisingly delicious. I want her to stop. Oh my God. I do. I want her to stop. But the best part about that video for me is when she tasted that popcorn. And if you see her face, because she's like, mm, mm, my bad. I am so sorry, y'all. Mm. I have never. I'm, I'm is, from the Midwest. Is that an Ohio thing? That is not an Ohio thing. Okay. because It is not an Ohio thing. I've okay. never, ever. I never want to go to Ohio. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Because they, then I was like, okay. Because and, and, we just took a clip of that video. So I'm going to tell you what's in it. So it's, she takes the popcorn and she puts white cheddar powder on it first. Then she makes the dressing, which is mayo, sour cream, Dijon mustard, sugar, salt, pepper, and apple cider vinegar. Then she cuts up some shallots, some carrots, snap peas, and celery, and mixes that up and serves it to her friends, which is shameful to me. Shame. It's shameful. What are y'all out here talking about? <laughs> it's definitely interesting for sure. Yeah. She's wrong. She's wrong all day but, for that. Well, Can you say she, My thing is when the popcorn gets soggy. That's what I was wondering too. Who like, wants wet popcorn? popcorn? Yeah, that's what I, my thing was too. Who I think it's crunch. Wants wet popcorn. That's definitely something you have to eat right away. Yes. That, that's it's wrong. It is just wrong. And <laughs> it says, no, it is not an Ohio thing. It is not an Ohio thing. Midwest. Sharon says Midwest Mars. I think so. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> she's wrong. Berta says, nope, never. Not claiming it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jason says, that sound doesn't know if it should be at a movie or a brunch. I, it does not. It's just wrong. Clearly all day. Yeah. All day. What's yeah. going on? Oh, some like a basketball football game or something? A basketball? <laughs> yeah, she was wrong. She was wrong for that. But that was my, that, listen, I had to share that one because I was like, really? Let me see what people say about this. Cause yeah, I, I saw people talking about that one on, on Twitter. I never actually watched the video though. Because I, I saw like the title, like salad and popcorn, and I just knew it was a mess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> All day, it's a mess. I was like, make her stop. And she's hyped. So as long as she likes it, I guess it doesn't matter. I guess we'll just let her have that. So with that, we are going to go ahead and get into In Between the Bites. And my end between the bites segment is really just that. What's happening out here in this world of ours? What are people doing? And there's some other folks out here doing some really great things like E. Okra is doing. And that is Master P and his son, Romeo. Now, earlier this year, 
I spoke, I talked about Master P because he had some cereal. He had come up with three, I think it was three cereal brands, very close to like Fruit Loops and some other ones, but like Fruit Loops, I think he called it Loopies or something real crazy, but it was hilarious. But listen, I'm not going to knock it because they have just um, started, they're starting a some grocery store chains. They've partnered up with Rouse Markets. Mm. So um, what they're doing, Black-owned products in, putting Black-owned products in Rouse, Mar- Rouse excuse me, Markets, um, creating economic empowerment. Um, they, they have this plan of action. They say we are getting Black-owned products into Rouse Supermarkets in New Orleans. Just We were just talking about this. Um, we were just talking about New Orleans. In New Orleans, this is how we create economic empowerment. This is only the beginning. Salute to Rouse's for being a part of the movement. Percy Master P. Miller opened a new supermarket in New Orleans um, senior living facility. So he is, he and his family are out here again, creating um, and making a way for black owned businesses and putting their products in grocery stores and collaborating, which I think is brilliant with a grocery store and say, Hey, let's do this. They did earlier. Um, I think it was last week. I saw that they had for the Rouse market, the first one that they collaborated with, they had um, at least 10 to 20 black owned businesses outside of the outside of the grocery store in the parking lot. So whatever they were selling, um, whatever the products were, either if they're cooking, um, like you were saying, barbecues, seasonings, they were out there creating with their products, be it baked goods or whatever it was. And those products were going, are, are going into the store. So I think that's just a wonderful thing. A great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Master P and his son are really out there doing it. Mm-hmm. They're doing the work putting the time in. Yeah. Awesome. Always creating. And I think it's, I think that's wonderful. Um, oh, this is back to the, the, the popcorn lady. She might be from Chillicothe or Lancaster, Ohio. They do lightweight different. <laughs> Y'all are crazy out here. Yes, they do. It's in- interesting, but yeah, I just, I wanted to talk about that and salute yeah. um, Master P and Romeo. Cause I think that is, that's pretty awesome. And yeah. that's what we should be doing. And that's, and that's how we support each other and own. Mm-hmm. That is how we support each other and own. Um, I also want to talk about really quick about, I don't know if you all heard this and this just happened over the last couple of days. Um, if you are, you know, in the food world or foodie, so many of us know Tabitha Brown and um, Tabitha Brown is um uh, I guess she's an influencer. Um, she's on Instagram, Twitter. Um, she's a vegan and she's always cooking vegan recipes and she's just done some amazing things and I follow her and I think she's great. Um, the interesting thing that happened with her this week, and this is when we get back to when we talk about supporting each other, especially in our community, in the black community. Mm-hmm. Um, she had put a post up this week uh, just a short video of just how she was feeling about what happened to Dante, right? And how we should be supporting each other and what we could do better and just her feelings and how she was just really, 
feeling heavy and just expressing and and she was expressing that and something happened which i thought was crazy is that instagram um blocked people from being able to share that video that she posted and people were like hey i can't share this why can't i share it and it went on for i think that it was like all day yesterday and i just kind of caught up on that on it today because i saw it but i was like oh wait a minute and then she mentioned later in the day you know i don't understand i didn't say anything negative anything you know that should be banned for you to ban my video and the great thing about that is and this is the moment of support and i'm sure you know our community supported but it the the community period as a whole people um supported her in that and um uh responded to instagram um she had i think yesterday or as of today over 900,000 people who had watched that video and commented and they um for basically forced Instagram to lift the um the hold or the ban that they had on that video and with that it's that moment of, you know, there's so much going on in the world around us that's, you know, there's a lot of negative stuff. And this, um, you know, here we are again, another case with Dante Wright, but it was very inspiring and uplifting message. And even in that, and I think my point is just remembering we still have to, we, we, it's imperative that we support each other in so many things. And just pay attention to what's happening around us. Because now, are you saying now we get, we're getting shut down or banned for even kind of speaking our truth and feel, being positive about what's happening? It wasn't like, you know, forget the police. It was nothing like that. It was like, listen, we all need help. So, but let's do it together. And I was really surprised that Instagram blocked her. But as of today, there was an apology and I think she probably has more people rallying for her. And she mentioned that. So I just in 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 that, as we're talking about supporting and black businesses and supporting each other, I think, too, is just a reminder to pay attention for us to really pay attention to what's happening around us. And sometimes when we think that we can't do something, it's not it doesn't it doesn't have to be anything big. It could really be, you know what? I am going to share this post or I'm going to respond to an Instagram or whoever like, no, that's not okay. We're, we are saying that that's, that this is not okay. So yeah. I, I don't know if you guys, did you see that or at all? I did not see that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that either. And yeah, just- it's interesting. If you have a chance, check it out. Anybody, if you, it was, it was a really interesting, um, it was an interesting day, I think, for her and really for the community, especially like if you're I mean, on seen, these platforms. Similar things happen. Um, there's a, a really popular blogger and, and writer in the DC area named Anella Malik. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, uh, she 
does a lot of work with black owned um, restaurants in the DC or the DMV area. Um, yeah. so she creates content for them. She even does like some consulting for them on, you know, coaching them on, you know, how they can improve their digital marketing. Actually, she's going to be on a webinar session um, as a part of the uh, series that we have going on this month um, to kind of empower black um, black owned businesses um, and, and kind of teaching them how to to, um, you know, how to you know, utilize social media and, and navigate the mm-hmm. world of digital marketing, which is really important, especially, you know, now. But she, last year, I say all that to say this, her page was uh, just deleted last year, like out of just nowhere with no reasoning, no justification for why. Wow. It happened twice. Yeah, I think it was like- about like two times, two or three times. And, you know, it takes a long time to kind of build up a following. Get it does. To, like, you know, engage <laughs> the platform and, and get to know you. So they, you know, they deactivated her account for a little while. And then, you know, a lot of us was just like writing Instagram, you know, like just kind of trying to, you know, advocate in some way and say, you know, bring her page back because she's, you know, a, an asset to our community. You know, she helps the businesses in her you know in her area so um eventually they did bring her page back there was never any justification never any um explanation why why they deleted it but you know things like that happen and and that's why it's important to support platforms that you know are are built you know and and intentional you know yeah Um, it's like true. Okra. No, I'm just <laughs> no, 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 that is exactly what you do. You are exactly right. You are exactly right. That is what you do. That is what you say. And that is the truth. And that is a reminder. It's like, yeah, eat okra. Yeah, that's, what, that's what we should yeah, be doing. Let's get our stuff taken down like that when we don't own, we mm-hmm. don't own it. It's not yeah. ours. We don't, we don't make the money from it. And, yeah. You know, and we make the, we make, you know, with our creativity and, and the things that we bring to the table, a lot of times we make these platforms what they are, you know, um, mm-hmm. black people with our, you know, TikTok dances and, and things right. like that, you know, like these platforms are built on our backs, almost, yep. you know, in a sense. So, you know. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, listen, we're about to get into another fun segment. Now, this is smash or pass. Uh-oh. I'm just saying. Smash. No. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. It's so smash or pass is I'm going to show you a dish, a drink, some food. And you're going to say mm, pass mm, or yeah, I would smash all day. And again, okay. so first up is. What? Yeah. <laughs> is that a pickle and is that egg a and a pickle? Yes, yes, you are correct. That is a pickle. It is pickle and ice cream cupcake. So we have cupcake oh, seasoned. Yeah, have this is a cupcake seasoned with dill and onion powder, <sighs> contained with pickle juice and chopped pickles, vanilla ice cream on top. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm gonna have to 
pass on it. I'm curious, <laughs> but I, I, my stomach is just like, you better pass. <laughs> if you know what's good for you. I think my mom would, would say smash. <laughs> I'm going to say pass, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I love pickles and I love ice cream and I love cupcakes, but I don't know. Yeah, that's, it's a lot. I'm like, dill in the batter? Like, that's a lot. Jason says, what? Jason, I know. That is what is happening. Jason is also curious, so Jason might smash. I want to pass. No, he says he would pass. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a little piece. His little taste. Yes. Vernon <laughs> says never. And I get it, and I do think that this this just may be a pass. Is that another Midwest? Us? It is not. Stop <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's other stuff that sounded a little crazy, but all right. So next, so that's a pass on the pickle vanilla ice cream cupcake. And here we go. Jalapeno. Chocolate covered jalapenos. Chocolate. Yes, they are chocolate covered jalapenos with peanut butter inside. So they're stuffed with, filled with peanut butter, jalapeno peppers dipped in chocolate. I think you had me until there was peanut butter inside. You know what? When I read it, when I first saw it, I was like, you know, I might try it because it's that sweet, maybe salty, spicy. That might work. But I was like, yo, I'm going to pass because no. Yeah. Waste of calories. (laughs) (laughs) Waste of calories. (laughs) Jason knocked up. Yes, Jason knocked up. (laughs) (laughs) but i think jason has to say i think jason will probably pass on that i don't know yeah jason said he'd pass yeah oh yeah he did jason said pass that's funny why is everyone doing so much i don't know people and this is the other thing i think we're home and people are just trying all kinds of stuff like let me see if i could do this let me see about that. Yeah, I think this is a pass too. Mm. All right. It was like it was right, and then you added something else. Like, yes, we need to do that, but we have this need to just just take it one step too far. More. It's like, one step good. too far. It's like okay, even where it's at, it's perfect. Like don't touch it. Yeah, no, no. But then here we go. Up, oh, and here we go with this one, and this is. Let me help you out with this one. Peanut Just butter. Sit with it. That's there is the peanut butter again. And jelly and what else? Oh, so this is a hamburger. It's a burger oh, with God. a peanut butter jelly burger. So we have peanut butter, strawberry jam with goat cheese. I'm going to try it because I like burgers. Yeah, so I'm definitely going to try it. But maniac. that's like a, a soft. I'm going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> While he's trying it, I'll eat the French fries on the right. <laughs> you like know, I fries, <laughs> sweet potato fries. Whatever, I'll, I'll eat those. If there wasn't any peanut butter, I might. Yeah, like I might gotta put peanut butter on it. Yeah, sounds sounds. Jason really sounds good. Okay, nauseous pass, please. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why? why? <laughs> I don't know if this picture does it justice. Yeah. No, I mean it. It's it's okay. 
One says it's a crime. It, I, it might be. It might be a crime. Yeah, kind of that burger, that patty. That yeah. Patty. Really it's not the best looking burger patty. Yeah. So. All right, last one. I'm going to take it. Whatever it is, I'm going to take I, it. We don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> this one, right? This one's not too bad. So this is a sour patch watermelon slushy. All that sugar. I yeah, know. Oh, my stomach. <laughs> so we have vodka, Sprite, lemonade, ice, and pink food coloring. Oh, I got it. Okay. I'll 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 smash with some hesitation. <laughs> like just a little bit, just a little bit. Um Smash. Okay. Okay. Smash. No vodka. Right. I I don't really drink vodka. Smash. No vodka. Okay. Smash. Juan says smash. Oh, that sugar though. Sherry, you said, why are y'all trying to fix this? I don't. Oh, I I think you're talking about why we're trying to fix the burger. We may have been. We. I I think I was trying to fix it. (laughs) I was like, if you do, but no peanut butter, then it might be all right. Right. Um. Yeah. No, I would smash. I think this is a smash for me. Yeah. I would try it. I would try it for sure. I would totally try it. So, yeah. <laughs> and that is mash or pass. Yes, yes, yes. Last, our last segment, we're about to go ahead into this central food fact. Mm. And... This is just a little moment that I like. I enjoy sharing with you all. In case you didn't know, this is something mm, I didn't know. So I'm going to tell you about cucumber. Did you know that cucumber is considered one of the oldest fruits or vegetables in the world? Turns out what we think, what we think of as an ubiquitous salad garnish was once an essential food. Cucumber has been cultivated for over 3,000 years. And did you know the Romans worked out a system to grow this slender green fruit year-round? It appears they used an early version of a greenhouse system. But although the ancient Romans seemed to appreciate what cucumbers brought to the table, they feared that this fruit would have a cooling effect on sexual passion. So, however, other cultures embraced the shaft-like appearance of cucumber, determining that on shape alone, this versatile fruit is clearly an aphrodisiac, a food of arousal. But from a nutritional standpoint, cucumber has more, um, has much more to offer to your sex life and overall health than a suggestive appearance. So cucumber has, let's see these vitamins in here, vitamin C, lots of vitamin C. Um, so some nutritional authorities claim that the Celia in cucumbers make this fruit something of a culinary foundation of youth. So um, there's kind of a debate about cucumber, but it is considered to be an aphrodisiac. <laughs> nice. And I didn't know that. Did you and that is our central food fact. Mm. The cucumber. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. 
See, you said you did or did not? No, I did not know that. It's a cucumber. Yes. And the cucumber is um is also uh great for it says in the research um for women and our libidos. So cucumber, summer salad. I'm just saying. Cucumbers. cucumbers it is yeah <laughs> cucumbers for the ladies I'm gonna come in here with a whole bag of them tomorrow <laughs> cucumbers for the ladies yes 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 so um listen that is we are at the end of really the show wow. so why don't you this is in case you all don't know what it looks like Go find the app. Go download the Okra. Tell everyone how and where we can find you. Yes, please um, Google Eat Okra first or go to your app store, type in Eat Okra. We should show up. Uh, Visit the website. Um, There's links there to download the app. Soon, over the next few months, we're going to be updating the, the website so that you can actually just search you know, right there on the website. Um, um, and the website is www.eokra.com. It's awesome. It's awesome. Wait, let's see what's going on. Yeah, Jason doing it right now. Jason, you just now doing it? Jason on for an hour. What's going on? Passing and smashing. He was busy passing and smashing. So yes, yes. So, um, so again, thank you so much for being here um, tonight. I've enjoyed it. I'm excited to see where this goes and to, you know, to download the app means that we are a part of the community and we are a part of the ride and a part of the journey. So I am definitely excited and happy to be a part. Um, And again, folks, um, if you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribe to the YouTube channel, like this episode and hit the bell, ring the bell. Also, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Food Worth Forking. And we have a few more calls. So awesome. I'm excited to share with my... Yes, Sharon. Thank you so much. It's You're going to enjoy it. It's going to be fun. Um, and listen, one thing I do want to say, and I meant to, men- I meant to um, mention this earlier, is I know we all know and... Um, you know, it's of course it's it's been in the news, and um, we lost like a hip hop legend last week, and that is DMX Earl Simmons, and just you know having a moment for him and wishing, um, you know, giving condolences to his family and his friends. Um, I was a DMX fan, and so um, it's just really crazy how. <laughs> life is and what's happening around us. So tell people that you love them now. Even if you haven't spoken to someone in a long time, call them up, reach out um, and, and do it and do it. And I wanted to read this real quick and not to, you know, drag this out this evening, but one of the things that, um, that just moved me about just learning more about um, DMX 
and seeing the prayers that he had or the videos and how people have just been sharing so much of, of him um, over the last couple of weeks. And I just think it's pretty incredible. So one of the prayers that I just want to end with this, because I just I just thought it was it was great. And I would play the video, but I think I don't know if I get in trouble for playing video. So I'm just going to read it. So um, in one of the the clips that I saw, one of DMX prayers is this prayer is and he says, let us pray. Oh, wait, hold on. I know I have this. Let me do this real quick. Let's do that. Yes. For the brother. Um, let us pray. Lord Jesus, it is you who wakes me up every day. And I am forever grateful for your love. This is why I pray. You let me touch so many people and it's all for the good. I influence so many children. I never thought I would. And I couldn't take credit for the love they get because all comes from you, Lord. I'm just the one that's given it. And when it seems like the pressure gets to be too much, I take time out and pray and ask that you be my crutch. Lord, I am not perfect by a long shot. I confess to you daily, but I work harder every day and I hope that you hear me. In my heart, I mean well, but if you'll help me to grow, then what I have in my heart will begin to show. And when I get going, I'm not looking back for nothing because I will know where I'm headed. I'm so tired of the suffering. I stand before you a weakened version of your reflection, begging for direction for my soul needs resurrection. I don't deserve what you've given me, but you never took it, you, but you never took it from me because I am grateful and I use it and I do not worship money. If you, if what you want from me is to bring your children to you, my regret is only having one life to do it instead of two. Amen. Wow. I just thought that was so powerful. And um, his presence has definitely been a blessing. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Um, and until we eat again, make it food worth working. Have a good night. <laughs>